learn from what you can and what I can think of that time was opening my house I opened my house terrace you know how uh, in the front of the house you have the terrace right little, little space especially in Bali you have that space and um, my dad said you can start by inviting the kids around the neighborhood right and invited them to come and learn English through singing and welcome to another episode of the Seven Stones podcast. Today we have with us another guest as part of our ongoing series, Humans of Bali. It is a series where we dive into deep conversations with diverse individuals and topics that creates Bali to be the special and unique place that it is. Here in the studio with me today, I have Tessa Lonica Crisanti. Hello. Hello. Tessa is a former student at the Green School in Bali. Graduating in 2018, she immediately dived into her passion of teaching. Not only was she working as an assistant teacher for the primary performing arts, she's also one of the founders of a nonprofit school called Kampung English, a program that provides education and English lessons to any local student willing to be empowered, follow their dreams, and find their full potential. She is also an incredible singer always carries a lot of enthusiasm and joy in all that she does, but why listen to me when you can get inspired by her yourself? So without further ado, hi Tessa, how are you? I'm good, thanks for having me Tia. <laughs> of course, thanks for coming. What have you been up to these days in these isolation, you know, COVID-19 times? <laughs> times. <laughs> exactly, so um, actually I've been really grateful uh, enough to um, spend time with myself and uh, developing my potential, which is singing, playing music, and um, you know, um, these unusual times actually helped me to reconnect to myself. And uh, I've been exploring actually a lot, playing ukulele and oh, singing. Nice. So nice. Um, yeah, it, it makes me um, yeah, it makes me forget all the all the difficulties um, that I have to face these mm. days. And it also actually motivates me to to join a competition, Ooh. which is Indonesian Idol. Well, oh, I hope wow. I hope I get in. <laughs> I hope. Um, well, yeah, it was it was one of the highlights mm-hmm. of the quarantine days. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. So you've got a positive kind of keeping yourself busy during exactly. these times. Exactly. Nice. Mm-hmm. So just for the listeners out there, tell us a bit about your background. Who are you? Where are you from? And how exactly did you end up in Bali? So, um, a little bit background about me. So, um, my name is Tessa. My um, my long name is Thessalonica Trisanti. I was born in Jakarta, mm-hmm. and um, I've been there in Jakarta for for years, like for the uh, for my whole life. Uh, I was there for sixteen years Uh-oh. before I decided to move to Bali. Mm-hmm. And uh, my mom and my dad also they had been working in Jakarta before, and yeah, we we were settled in Jakarta. What were your parents working as? Um, my my mom was working as a librarian, yeah, and uh, teaching sometimes at an international school in uh, Jakarta. And my dad, he, he used to have a gallery in, um, in a place um, called Ancol. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, uh, how, do I, how do I say it's like an entertainment place, mm-hmm. kind of. An art gallery. Yeah, an art gallery in the um, entertainment place. And his art gallery um, is like uh, displaying his artworks and his crafts and stuff like that. 
it was super cool and um yeah my my mom and my dad were were um were really close um uh, in raising uh, the the three children yeah um i have two siblings mm -hmm. two sisters I have elder sister and I have a younger sister, right? <laughs> so we we all are girls, and the most handsome man is my my dad. <laughs> He's the. I think it's the same for you, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. I have two younger sisters. <laughs> exactly. In Indonesian, we would say Tiga Sri Kandi or oh, uh, the lovely. tree, the yeah. tree goddess, right? Yeah. The goddesses. <laughs> so yeah, we're the girls, and yeah, my my dad has been really patient. In, um, <laughs> in handling the three in of us exactly <laughs> and um, yeah and teaching us and growing us um, and my dad and my mom have been um, uh, teaching us to follow our passion mm -hmm. yeah and being really supportive no matter what yeah mm -hmm. when I'm talking about being supportive it's not only in the form of money you know the wealth that they gave us but the knowledge and the advice and uh, the the amount of uh, love and attention is is amazing oh, so yeah it's um we we came we came from a family actually not a um how do i say this um not a family that has everything but we we came from a a good love or enough yeah mm -hmm. enough love mm -hmm. and uh, that that's all that matters we yeah. my family have been following my dad everywhere <laughs> so my my dad is an artist and you know how artist um goes he, he's <laughs> yeah. very creative and he's very spontaneous at times and so that uh yeah my mom couldn't couldn't expect what what he he like what he wanted to do so my dad w uh, was working actually uh when uh, my mom had my elder sister he was working at uh, the biggest advertising company called Matari in Jakarta wow. and at the time uh, our lives were was really good had cars um, house everything was good but then he decided to follow his passion <laughs> he has he had this spark in his heart oh mm. I have to be a fine artist yeah. I have to go out there I don't want to work for corporate as it goes with most artists <laughs> exactly yeah that's what I mean and um, so yeah, he, he he decided to follow his passion, and he decided to resign from the company. Mm. It was a shock for everybody, for the big family, for us. Um, so he was out, and then that's when the journey began. We we moved out from our house. We sold everything. We sold our vehicles. We slept on our um, aunt's house. Um, on my uncle's house my grandfather's house and also uh we managed also slept um in a tiny room just um around the corner of the shop we yeah a lot of a lot so of your crazy things exactly changed, yeah. completely changed like come back to zero mm -hmm. and um so yeah we have been going through like really crazy we were riding in a mo uh, motorbike and car and then suddenly we just have to walk everywhere mm -hmm. And uh, from there, this is where the the resilience. How, how old were you, know, you when when came. all that happened? I was I was in grade one, I think. I was in okay. grade one, started yeah my grade one, and then we had a motorbike for the first time, right? And uh, it was um, it was how do I say this? It was um, 
someone was tricking a family and the, the motorbike uh, got stolen so I was like ah crazy crazy <laughs> but um, yeah but one thing that my my mom and my dad uh, always teach me is that we have to stick together no matter mm-hmm. what no matter what That's so nice. we our first like um, how do I say this after that journey our first um, um, like a proper house is a house just one room and it has one bed that's it it's a one room one bed and the kitchen also inside so we have to sleep together we have to stick our body together oh, like wow. like fishes so it was my sisters my, my mom my, my dad but we always talk about it's good that we always stick together through thick and thin you know it's it doesn't yeah. matter the, the the room and it doesn't matter the the you know like the situation but we were together i love that you're still seeing like the silver yeah. silver lining in all of that exactly even in a tough situation like uh-huh. that yeah so this is what i'm talking about when when i said they are very supportive mm. um yeah and I, so that that support continued when you made exactly. a decision yeah. to move here exactly how did how about. did that come about what how did you end up finding out about the green school because we met we met at the green school right exactly <laughs> so yeah green school is a is a is the biggest um stepping stone of my life and i was in middle school and um so i was really shy in the middle school and i wasn't really talk and um how does i was a uh, pressure a lot um because this is the education the ed- educational system in indonesia where academic becomes our um like identity and personality right Mm -hmm. the teachers think that you are a good person when you have good math grades Mm -hmm. so i was yeah i was really stuck and i I was not liking it at all and um and then one day uh, just like um the usual teenagers right i was (laughs) scrolling to my through my facebook account and i know that it was not a coincidence and i was like Oh, what is this? I saw my friend. She was visiting the green school. I think her boyfriend was volunteering or something. And I was like, "Wow, this school is a um, is a dream. Is a dream. Um, really a dream. I've never seen something like this before." And I checked out the website, and I've been reading. I think green school used to um, put the profiles of the teachers back mm-hmm. then, but now they don't put it anymore. So the profiles is like. Um, what are the teachers teaching and what are their values and stuff like that and i was looking at the performing arts teacher um profile and i was looking at the all the teachers and i was like wow okay they look at um education differently you know they look at education as a place of experimental mm. rather than a a product you know what i mean like yeah. a result right i was like whoa I need to be. This is I needed, new. <laughs> yeah, this is new. I needed to be here, you know, and I instantly remember by my dad because he's, he never wants to be um, squared in a you know in a concrete building or in a company, right? So I told him about that and hey, I have a crazy idea. Do you want to apply to this school, Green School in Bali? So we were in Jakarta in a tiny house. Um, uh, that time he was like he was like, um. Um, so he was in the Lombok actually. I was calling him. He was in Lombok and he was trying to work together with his friends. And 
hey okay yeah green school and he checked out the green school website I'm like no way no way it's like um he said like banyak bule it's like <laughs> too much westerners i cannot speak english i said no nope, no nope, you have to try you know we we have to we have to uh break through mm. and he was like because again my parents are very supportive and they they love um astri so much so they will try everything so my my dad was like okay sure and my dad said but it would take like a couple of weeks right for me to write the cv i'm like don't talk about the cv i'm gonna write it for you (laughs) (laughs) so i i wrote it for him imagine a a a ninth grader student right yeah that's Um, amazing wrote a cv (laughs) and i wrote a cv i wrote it for a couple of hours i was nervous and i did it and then i sent it out to the green school and uh, less than in less than a week green school contacted my dad and voila my dad got the job wow that's amazing so it was like so that goes to show for all you listeners out there you know go for go for what you want exactly exactly and uh even a ninth grade student can make a CV and get her dad into a school. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's all about a uh, taking your chance, right? You yeah. Know, no matter what. So yeah. yeah. So that's when uh, it started, and um, and was course. that was that where you um, kind of got your inspiration and passion to teach? Yes, of course. My my dad is is he's really um, good at handling students, and he's very patient. Um, putting his passion to through teaching and um, yeah so I when I when when my dad got in I know that he will be great at it you know he will be great at what the what was his job at the school at the beginning he, he was um, he was uh, assigned as a art uh, coordinator you know like making uh, like a arts um, uh, at the green school you know making um, like a curriculum for arts and stuff like that so that that was um what he signed for cool yeah and then you studied there as a student and i studied as as a student crazy long um journey right um (laughs) and then i got in as a student and actually at the beginning um it was a struggle for both of us and what what makes me really strong first is that and i believe that green school is something that god has put in my heart deeply you know it's a vision from from god you know in my heart like i have to i have to break through right Mm -hmm. and then the second one is the support from my parents so no matter what was the challenge right to get through the green school i i um i believe that i I will uh, i'll uh, I'll make it happen and so we did yeah i i made it my my parents made it to bali and um yeah i i just want to i just want to give um, shout out to my parents mm. and especially um, God for giving this vision to me. It's a crazy mm. vision mm. to to move all the way. Yeah. From so they they all to Bali. they all moved with you. Yes. To Bali. Yes. Amazing! Wow, that's yeah. incredible. Um, so, tell me more about this Kampong English. I understand you graduated from the green school mm-hmm. but you started the project before you graduated correct mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um what exactly is it and why did you choose the name kampong english mm. yeah so um there's a there's a project that um usually the high school students working um working on in in green school right so this is like a capstone project before we graduate 
kind of like a thesis you, you would say right <laughs> and then you're gonna do like a TED talk kind of style at the end of the graduation um, so um, actually this project Kampung English um, um, it's not something that I brought up for that specifically for that capstone project it's just something that came out from my um, from my interests when I was in grade 11 I I was like realizing not only when I was in grade 11 I mean when I when I was accepted to green school I already realized how how grateful how grateful I was you know to be to be placed at the school right and I was like wow this I, I don't know how 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 I how I got here how I just receive full scholarship right it's crazy and um, I'm sure there are thousands of Indonesian students craving and wanting to be there mm -hmm. to to enjoy that learning at the green school. So I was like, well, I'm the luckiest then and um, and the most blessed person. So I was like, I needed to do something, you know, uh, because Bali is such a um, welcoming place. It's, it's such a warm place to be. And as soon as we arrive, right? It's not only that I got accepted in green school, the Balinese people are so helpful. And I've never seen this kind of people before, you know, when I was in the city. People in the city, they, they tend to focus on, the, on themselves. And if it's enough for them, that's it, right? But Balinese people are so welcoming and they're so, um, they're putting, um, how do I say this? Like, they, they share with each other, right? There's no... There's no really like boundaries. So when I arrived, I realized that the Balinese people are opening their um, kitchen for people, like um, <laughs> for people publicly. I was like, oh, nice. And usually in the city, the kitchen are hidden and in, inside of the house, right? Because it's part of the privacy. But when I got here in Bali, I find out, okay, so Balinese people are very welcoming, very sweet and, um, and very helpful. They helped us to uh, to find a house here because we were not really sure where to stay because everything is expensive in Bali, of course. It's a touristic place. And I was, yeah, I was touched by that. I was touched by the help and by the kindness. So um, you when wanted I got to, to in school, give back. Yes, I wanted to give back. You know, mm -hmm. I wanted to do something to at least to say thank you to mm -hmm. them. But um, I was not sure in what kind of form. So then I had a conversation, right? Um, with my high school friends, with <laughs> with my dad, especially I spend a lot of time talking with my dad. Actually, not that I don't love my mom, but my <laughs> mom, she she um how do I say this? She focuses on the things to make the everything works in the in the house. So uh, I I spend a lot of time um, discussing and talking with my dad. And so I told my dad, hey my uh, hey dad, I have this passion, right? Singing, I love um, teaching, and I can speak in English. And the fact that I learned sustainability in green school, which is really, really awesome. And what do I do? I don't want to keep it to myself. Because there's this saying in Indonesian, right? Like, if you keep all the things, all the good things to yourself, you're going to be fat, mm. right? And being fat <laughs> is not good, right? It's uh, like, you, you're going to be like, um, how do I say this? I'm not like... Um, it's like you're gonna be like obese, you know, like it's too much things, you know. You have to share to feel good, right? Mm. To to get that balance you have to share. Mm -hmm. So I was like, Yeah, how how can I share, right? How can I share this potential? I know that many people actually have the same have the same thing like me, where they have multiple potentials. 
not only singing mm. some people maybe they look like they only have one potential like oh yeah i love singing yeah for sure right mm. i love filmmaking so specific but me i have many of them i'm like how can i put them together yeah like i can how can i do them together so ah, my dad told me why don't you just start from what you can and what i can think of that time was opening my house i opened my house terrace you know how uh, in the front of the house you have the terrace right a little space yeah. especially in bali you have that space and mm. um my dad said you can start by inviting the kids around the neighborhood right mm. and invited them to come and learn english through singing and the way you still activate your singing is that you can write songs for them original songs for them to learn mm. i was like that's brilliant i was like yeah nice you know <laughs> this is this is why what dad dad is for right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to give you ideas so i'm like yeah this is awesome and i feel like it was also empowering for me mm. to 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 get that idea because um all these potentials will go together at the mm. same time right yeah. singing and then I started with two students right with two uh, Balinese children who live just outside my house mm -hmm. so their parents have um, like a warung a small shop right and they uh, they come from an underprivileged family and I told them hey do you want to learn English with a uh, true singing and do you want to read books in English and they're like yeah <laughs> and they're like do I have to pay no and their parents were like shocked because they said there's nothing free today right yeah. in this life everything has to be paid and i said no because education is the right for everybody education yes. is has 100%. to be accessible mm. to everybody right yeah. because this is the main how do i say this this is the uh foundation for of everybody yeah, yeah. To, to grow yeah and so I started with two kids, right? And they liked it. They liked the, the class. Mm -hmm. It was playing, just like we, we were talking and stuff in English. And they invited the other friends. So this is words by mouth, right? They were mm -hmm. like, hey, the, the class was really nice. And then they started to invite all the, the children <laughs> in the neighborhood, right? And then the next Sunday, yeah. So it was Sunday. Um, it was Sunday um, at 9 a.m. Can you imagine? Oh my it's God. like nope. in the morning and then... <laughs> The kids starting to call and my then you name. you have to teach. Exactly. <laughs> they this even eight they already arrive because oh in gosh. the local school yeah it's usually like that they yeah, have yeah, to yeah. arrive early. <laughs> it's like, um, Miss Tessa. I'm like, um, I'm still sleeping. <laughs> but you know, I I'm I'm not saying that when I started everything was perfect right. already. Like I already have the passion and the motivation. I was crying the night before I started. I was like. Do I? Do I? How do I do this? How do I be? How do I teach? How do I'm I? Sure, you had exactly the anxiety, anxiety and yeah. oh my god, it was it was it was real. And my <laughs> my dad was like, just start with his golden advice. Just start. <laughs> and I said okay. And yeah, again, you know, for for the listeners, right? Um, if you are willing to take on a new challenge, just start. Yeah just start i know it's so hard to start yeah so yeah it's so hard but <laughs> it's just about starting and, and i mean you started with just two students exactly just started with two students how much how many students do you have now um i have 105 students now wow yes wow this is words by mouth this is yeah. not like i'm um announcing or something to the whole neighborhood but mm -hmm. it's just like words by mouth so we we really grow this school organically you know mm -hmm. we want these 
to be based on their awareness. Yeah. Like they want to do it. They want to go to the school because they want to. They want to uh, change their mindset. They want to change their future. Mm. So I don't want to push. You know, I know that uh, sometimes with school you have to be like, come on, you go. You have to go, right? You have to do this, do that. This is good for you. Other people telling you that, right? Something that is good for you. But I want the children to see if it's good for them. Yeah. If they love it, right? I want the children to learn based on their not interest, how this it is, based on their like heart, their right? Their own drives. Because, yeah. Yeah. This, their their own drives, and they're mm-hmm. like, I love it. I want yeah. to learn, right? I want to, I want to change my uh, my way of thinking. Yeah. And, yeah. So. So how does it work? What does an average day in that school looks like for the kids? Hmm. So I actually spend uh, the class or the session with the kids like two hours mm-hmm. in a day. I don't want to. I don't want to be too long with them mm. because I know the the attention span yeah. for the kids. <laughs> it's impossible to keep them too long. But usually, like let's say like two hours. Like the first hour usually we like kind of mingling with each other you know like talking with um, the volunteers mm-hmm. i always have volunteers um from other parts of the world you know oh, and we have been having from uh australia we have been having from um new zealand this is also france word of mouth right yes, yes. word of mouth these are my friends <laughs> these are not like i'm announcing in in you know social media or something yeah. <laughs> but again it's words by mouth right yeah i'm meeting people along the way and people are interested in my project and they mm-hmm. started to volunteer so the kids they love to talk with the volunteers right yeah. the children, right? <laughs> it's a way for them to practice exactly too, right? for them to practice like they will ca- come to the volunteers like how are you how are you i'm good i'm good and um yeah it makes me so happy and then after mingling time usually we um trans uh transition to the lesson like to the theory you know how are we gonna learn today we're gonna learn about creatures in the ocean right we're gonna explain what are the creatures in the ocean and stuff like that Mm. and after that the next like 30 minutes i'm gonna introduce my original song (laughs) this is when i get really nervous because i'm not sure if the kids liking it or not right and usually but so far kids are liking my songs (laughs) so thank god (laughs) what Um, do you mean by original song like what what is in the song yeah, I can I can actually sing one of the songs. It's like um, <laughs> yeah, we were <laughs> we were uh, learning about um, we were learning about um, feelings, right? In mm-hmm. English, uh, how do you express your feelings in English? Just so, give us a little brief. Yeah, so mm, I'm gonna give a little brief. So the, the song is like, um, I want everybody to be happy. I want everybody to be glad. I want everybody to be happy on the earth. I don't want anybody sad. So it's like oh we gosh. want to raise the awareness, right? That's some nice, some nice sounding voice for all you <laughs> listeners out <laughs> Thank there. You. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, this is like we're not only teaching them like the name of the feelings itself, but mm-hmm. it's just like also there's a purpose behind the the, the yeah. lesson, right? To raise the awareness on how to that we have to support each other. Um, no matter what, you know, to make each other feel good, right? Mm, yeah. Like I said in the song, I don't want anybody sad. Like, yeah. I don't want anybody sad. I want these children to go out there in the world to make positive changes. Mm. And, um, you know, and um, and then they have to embrace everybody, you know, everybody who is happy, no matter everybody who is um, brokenhearted, or we have to come as 
people who embrace, right? Yeah, yeah the feeling, so. Um, that's so cool. We got we got a little bit distracted there, but go back to <laughs> what the average day was like. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so the average day. And then after that, um, we... Um, uh, like um, we're gonna stand up and we're gonna explore what's around right mm-hmm. because the school itself we don't have like classrooms like yeah. proper classrooms it's a new front terrace yeah <laughs> I, uh, terrace and also uh, the thing is now we have expanded to the other village right we started oh. in Sibangkaja village which is my house okay and then um, I met a person he's a significant person in in, the, uh, in, in a village in other village called Panarungan village it's mm-hmm. not far from my place it's like 10 minutes away this person has an um, influence in the government so mm. you can imagine how many lands that he got right yeah. <laughs> and the um, yeah i'm not talking about that but it's just the power that he has right mm. but mm. he used he used his power for something right for something um really um how do i say this something very generous mm. and he offered his land one hectare oh of his gosh. land wow that's a lot of land to offer exactly <laughs> i i have no idea where is that gen- generosity coming from right i'm sure this is everything is about god i mean god it's is moving everybody's heart you know it's, when it's time you know when when people who have the same vibration i believe you know mm, with each other yeah, yeah eventually. For sure. so and it's an inspiring project too so why yeah. wouldn't anyone want to give the land yeah, i am glad you know but the thing is like these days people are using their power when they know there's a profit behind it right yeah and it's really rare and it sometimes looks like crazy so he provide that land for us right i'm gonna uh, tell you a little bit of the story here mm-hmm. um he offered us the land and he told us that he heard about the story of the school and he lo- loves it he wants to create the same thing for balinese community mm. uh before yeah this guy his name is pak Mura, right he was planting um, trees all over Ma- all over the area of Mount Agung, and no one knows about that. Mm. He planted thousands of trees, and no one here hears about that because he just loved to do like this um, things about raising awareness, you yeah. know, like about environment, yeah. about education. So when we met each other, it's like, yes, you are my soulmate. You know, like <laughs> we're gonna do this together. So he. So he um, and I, his family and I, we collaborate, right? And he started actually without any further do and any further talking, he started to build the class oh, and wow. the hut. That's so and cool. And he started to make the garden, mm. and he created a garden for uh, for us to try an organic planting. And mm. I'm like, wow this guy's crazy this guy's the best (laughs) (laughs) the best and crazy and he's very he's very quick what in in what he does so when we started the school right he um he already provided us with the class which is made from wood yeah so this class is a is a uh, class that is made from recycled woods so all these woods are the leftover wood from people building something right oh, cool. and then that's why the, the you, class you looks repurposed very, it yeah we repurposed it exactly mm. and the class that's why the class looks like the 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 woods um looks different mm. in uh, every <laughs> corner because it's a it's a it's a recycled woods and i had some of my green school stu- uh, green school friends also came to help to uh, paint colors and stuff but mostly the local people over there they collaborate 
they help each other to make the class happen just for a small class like the capacity of 50 people class kind of we took a year i know in indonesia you you can build it just in three months or something yeah we took a year there's a reason because we really grow organically like i said mm. we collect the money little by little it's a collaboration you know this is where the heart of the organization right yeah the when you, we we put our um uh like what what we have a little bit for mm. the what we have to invest a little bit to the class so so the response from the community it sounds like it was very good yeah it's very good it's yeah. very um yeah heartwarming and yeah like i said so because we are surrounded by the nature right mm. there are trees at the school and it's very open in front of the rice fields amazing view and i don't want to get the kids just stuck in the classroom so usually uh, before the class end we're gonna make a circle we're gonna walk in the rice fields we're gonna sing and we're gonna sing like our abc song and we're gonna sing <laughs> yeah other original song and we would visit the goats that we have we have goats oh, i love goats <laughs> <laughs> you should see the goats if you visit okay um they're so lovely and um, we just have a newborn uh, goats milky and yeah, I have to come by then. <laughs> yes, you should. And um, we have chicks, yeah, and the chickens. And um, now we installing um, ponds for um, for fishes. So it's crazy that um, me and him we have this um, crazy idea to create this place uh, like a, that has everything for the children, for the animals, the uh, nature, the planting. Yeah, so this is where this is where the things got really exciting so at the end of the class they can visit these animals mm, they can wow. explore and build that connection as well yeah exactly yeah. so yeah it's um it's it's wonderful they can they can take away so many things in a day but i don't want them to spend too much time in the class yeah because i want this to be a hands-on learning experience right. exactly oh, cool. yeah so it's like the green school outside of green school. Exactly. This is where where I transfer, <laughs> transfer your knowledge, <laughs> all of my knowledge, right, from green school. Like, um, it's a really expensive knowledge because not everybody can afford green school. It's mm. it's great. I mean, like, um, it's really expensive, and people, I mean, especially Indonesian people, who are, um, I mean, especially in in a village, right? The location of green school is in the in a village, and mm. so many people still are underdeveloped you know like they they can access education some of them already go to the local school right mm. but there are some of the people who who actually move from other place in bali you know like karangasam like those like rural rural mm. yeah places right and villages they come here to fight for the for their for economy the education and, and for economy. Their economy, okay. yeah and their children cannot go to school so what they do what do they do right so yeah. I mean, uh, I, I, I am sure that they need um, a platform mm. where they feel belong, right? Where mm. they feel they are valued and they feel like they are empowered to do something positive. So this is all about Kampung English. We, we are here not as a, not only as a school, but we like to say it as a platform for the kids to come together, right? To, um, to empower each other, to encourage each other. Um, to um, uh, make positive changes in the world, right? Mm. By starting from really small things, by keeping the environment clean, right? By loving the animals mm. and um, 
So English actually is not the biggest part of it. It's right. not. So I started with English for sure, teaching them English, but which is like why mm-hmm. it's called Kampung English. Kampung English, right? So Kampung means village, mm. and English, of course, English. <laughs> and so it's an English village. Yeah. So the purpose is that I want this school to be a place where we empower the local uh, students. So I, when I build this school, I look at Bali, right? Bali is such an internationalized. Um, island so it would be great if i can pass on the knowledge which is english right yeah. the ling- english language yeah. i want them to speak english but they don't lose their identity as balinese mm. i want them to introduce which is very important yeah. exactly that because that's their roots right um i want them to be able to explain to bring to be proud of balinese culture right to the international community so i want them to deliver the Balinese culture in a proper English, right? Internationally. Exactly. Yeah. Internationally. That's so cool. So um, it's not that I'm bringing them into this um, mindset, a westernized or something. No, because everybody will learn English in the mm. world, right? Yeah. So I want them to use a correct tool to communicate. Right. And this is how I deliver the, the lesson. But the lesson that I deliver is a very, it's about uh, environment about Balinese culture mm, mm. about um, empathy yeah this is the most important base yeah empathy um, but I deliver them in English mm. so that they get used to it but it doesn't mean that I um, eliminate the values of Balinese we are here to preserve the Balinese culture yeah but we are using English as a tool to communicate mm. and to deliver the lesson very yeah. beautifully put. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. Okay, so starting from you know two students to now 105 students yes. in two locations mm-hmm. over the span of a few years, was there kind of any moment where it became difficult, or was there any time where you're like, I just want to give up? And if if that ever happened, what kind of pushed you along to continue? Hmm. So I know in everything, in business, right? In friendship, in relation, relationship, you always have that, these little stones, right? Little, um, little um, challenges, mm-hmm. we would like to say. So this is something that I, that I faced with my, with my um, nonprofit school. So our school is, um, because we are based on um, social, right? It's like we, we, we are totally free we don't charge anything. We don't even ask the students to bring anything to the school. We provide yeah. everything, right? So the struggle is, of course, um, the 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 budget, you know, to the financial to, yeah. to financial to make things, yeah. yeah, to to uh, keep things running smoothly, right? But um, again, um, something that I always believe, yeah, is that when you have a good intention, right? Um, it's like uh, God. Exactly, yeah. God never fails you. You know, like if you have a good intention, God never fails you. This is what I always believe. Mm-hmm. I I always try my best. My team try their best. You know, and I'm sure that there's always a way. Like I was. Um, I'm gonna give you an example. We were struggling, and we were we were struggling. We want to build the infrastructure for the school, mm-hmm. and um, suddenly one of my friend offer me to uh, uh, to apply 
for a grant, right? So this grant is from Astra. So uh, not an ad here, but <laughs> <laughs> so this Astra is a, okay. This is like a biggest company. They are like um, the one who produce like Honda, all this motorbikes, whatever. And um, then I apply. I didn't expect that much, right? I was like, okay, keep it low key, right? And then suddenly, uh, I was the only winner in Bali. I was the first wow. place winner in Bali in the province so they have the stage the first winner in indonesia and the first winner in the province right so the first winner in indonesia is is not me i hope someday <laughs> but, no, but it's so cool you got but the it's so awesome winner. exactly yeah. even to just win yeah the fact that that yeah. i i'm I, that i that we as a school won i was like wow and i was like okay i couldn't believe it and then the media started to contact me I was like, oh my god, oh my god! <laughs> I've never, I've never have famous media contacted me like Metro and Tempo. Like this is the Time magazine that Indonesia had, yeah, right? Yeah. And they were like, can I come? Uh, can I come to the school? And can we come? Uh, we're gonna come to the school. We're gonna fly from. Uh, they were in Papua at the time. We're gonna come straight away to Bali um, mm. from Papua. You got interviewed by Tempo. Yes. Wow. By Tempo, exactly. That's so cool. Um. So I was like, um, okay, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so they came, right? They came, and then after that, after the interview, and then after that, a um, they told me that uh, the interview got into the 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 jury, yeah. So the jury, uh, some of the jury is the famous actors like um, Dian Sastro and stuff like oh, that. Oh wow! And I was like, oh my god, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that that that's why um, after that uh, the jury uh, decided that I'm the winner of of Bali, like the the winner in Bali. Our our school got the prize, and we used the prize to build the infrastructure mm. for the school, and we bought um, some materials and stationaries and stuff like that and again this year especially um we realized that um because it's the, the school is in in the in the nature and when it rains right uh, the soil started to be slippery and stuff right. like that we wanted to build stairs stuff like that and again this is when my team um like struggle and try uh started to panic oh my god how, how do we get the pa the money and this and that again there's a grant mm. and one uh, i have a friend yeah so my friend he he's also part of the big family of this um balinese family in panarangan village he's a lecturer and he said you know there's one university in bali um a governmental university offer a grant maybe you want to try um, but usually they grant balinese people but let's see and so yeah so we tried and you got well, it the first the first place wow that's when now we are building our stairs, stairs and everything and is everything. yeah everything is finished and hopefully fingers crossed let's pray for us we're gonna start to uh, get our um school uh Open again. like a, yeah officially registered in, in ah, january yes oh okay so cool. um yeah so i was so excited for so that so that's your that's your way of just showing that if you have good intentions exactly and you have the right morals and you know where you where you want to go what you want to yeah. do your path yeah. kind of opens up yeah and you believe that uh, for your problem sometimes money is not the only answer right mm. um the connection the people yeah it's always uh, the help always comes um in the exact time yeah <laughs> so do you have any like do you have one or two lines um as to what you hope 
this school accomplishes for the students or what what do you wish it'll do for the future of these kids mm. so what i really hope for this school is that this is not my school this is not um anyone's school this is an organization we are in this together right so i i would really really love to see the school um thriving and growing uh, led by the Balinese students who mm. are there and um, locals for they, locals exactly locals for ro- locals and yeah. they um they um they empower each other and mm. they will and they will use the school as a platform to come together to become stronger together as a local right and to believe uh, in their dreams you know that dream make it possible right mm. and i want them to also feel um enough feel empowered right and my purpose for this school is that um, I want them to feel valuable as a, as a person, mm. you know, not only for what they can perform or what can they do, but I want they feel loved, they feel um, uh, proud of themselves of what they what they can do, right? And, and accepted exactly, and mm. feel accepted. So this is the purpose of the school, is to be a place to embrace everybody. Um, so in the future, what I would like to see is that. I want this school to um, how do I say this like to create or to produce like um, Balinese children or local children let's say my hope is that I want this school to be um, to be everywhere like yeah. this kind of school in <laughs> Indonesia right especially yeah. Um, yeah to empower Indonesian children you know who are underprivileged that money cannot stop you mm. for dreaming yeah um, which is also something that I find really inspiring because you started this off by denying that you can't start without money. Yeah. You just took what you had and you started the change with you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So now you see that it, even your dream itself make it possible. Yeah. It's not money, right? And this is you, your mindset, right? This mm. is why we are here. This is why Kampong English is here. Mm. is to support that mindset to support that dream yeah that it starts with you (laughs) it starts and dreams are possible yeah exactly and it's not like um it's not the sky is the limit it's you the limit yeah yeah wow yeah exactly so um yeah i i would um i would love to see them to grow as a green leaders Mm. not only as leaders you know green leaders um, for our future leaders (laughs) for our future right yeah a leader who has empathy leaders who have heart for others right you can be a boss you can be a leader you know to lead people to lead everybody but someone or people who who lead by example or people Mm. who lead by heart are very rare and this is what we need here in indonesia when we start to to do everything with heart yeah yeah with compassion and empathy it's not just because our title leader Mm you know so um, like yourself oh thank you <laughs> thank you so much it's, just, yeah. it's so inspiring to me that you did all this just from your thank own you. you know heart yeah um thank you. yeah so amazing amazing always inspired and amazed when i talk with you yeah. um and i always like to close with you know hearing any words of wisdom that you have or philosophy of life because obviously you're an inspiring inspirational right? You running out of words yeah, you are too <laughs> you are my inspiration too yeah. oh, thank my you thank you so um yeah if going through all this and doing what you do do you have any 
any words of wisdom or something that you kind of incorporate and implement into your life that keeps you going yeah thank you um so um i would say um there's a there's a saying right um it's not a saying it's actually i'm gonna take it's a it's a bible scripture that i i believe it it says like um uh if you good have good intention god always give you the things that you've never seen and you've never expected and that you've never seen with your eyes you've never feel it in your heart or you never expected before so these are the things that I experience really. Uh, this scripture becomes alive in my mm. my life. You the know? proof is in your life. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so um, you know, this is like um, uh, I have been going through a lot, and my family and I we have good intentions in life. We we want to we want to um, to share our love to everybody, right? And um, yeah, God always gives us a way. And even giving us all these amazing things, like getting to green school, um, to start a school, this is something that we've never felt before in yeah. our hearts. The excitement is amazing. And um, we've never seen this before in our vision. Even when I was in Jakarta, I never mm. expected that I'm going to run an amazing school with yeah. my Balinese friends. <laughs> so. Um, these are these are uh, these are the things that are uh, the like um, a proof a a living proof of um, the scripture and the God's yeah. goodnesses. So, I would say I am living by that. You know, mm -hmm. believing that good intention will take you anywhere in life. Mm -hmm. Will get you true in life, mm -hmm. no matter what's the situation, good or bad. But you'll get true. Yeah. You'll get true. That's beautiful. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Tessa. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you so much also for all you listeners for tuning in to this podcast today. We do have a written blog about Tessa on sevenstonesindonesia.com. So do make sure to check that out when you can and you can get all the full details of her story. Um, let us know what kind of conversations you'd like to listen to on this Seven Stone podcast and we will see you in our next episode. Thank you.